0: life well lived. What a life. Anyone who knows Arthur Smith knows he was a man who loved the Lord Jesus, his Savior. And so his family, especially his sister, Teresita, welcome you. Trinity Bible Fellowship welcomes you to um, Arthur Smith's celebration of life. If you bow your heads, we'll go to the Lord in a word of prayer. Father, In Jesus' precious name, we thank you for the many blessings you have given us. But today we come to you in our time of sorrow, but also in our time of joy. For we know that our friend and brother in Christ, Arthur, is now with you in heaven, where there is no more pain or suffering. So we celebrate the fact that Arthur is with his Savior the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, O Lord, that you comfort his family and his relatives and friends that grieve his departure from this planet. Help us to come alongside Arthur's friends and family during this time to give them the encouragement they need. Lord, you are the God of all compassion. Be with Arthur's family and friends and with Trinity Bible Fellowship in the absence of Arthur, for it is tough to say goodbye to the spiritual warrior for your kingdom. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Uh,
1: good afternoon. My name is Pat and one of the pastors here. Had the pleasure of um, meeting Arthur and Needless to say, Arthur was a big man, and very big shoes to fill. Uh, Really quick, I'll I'll read something about that. Everyone has it, it's on the back. Uh, Just one thing I wanted to share, two things. Uh, If you ever ate the pizza place that he had over on, uh, good pizza, loved it, missed it when it it went away. Uh, But when he started coming here, uh, I sit back behind the computers, run the cameras and stuff. And the first time he came in here, I knew who he was, because my wife and Teresita had been friends for years. And But I didn't see his face. I just saw some gentleman standing in front of my camera, and all I saw was the back of his head. So then I had to ask him to leave, and I stand up there, and the camera's like right here. Didn't realize up I'm on like three steps, and we're looking eye to eye. So... Uh, that was the first time I really got to know him and get to meet him. Uh, uh, but yeah, like I said, he was a very big guy. So, I'd like to read this. Uh, like I said, you can follow along. Uh, Arthur John Smith was born on December 28th, 1959, and passed away too early on January 10th, 2024. In between those dates, he lived, uh, he lived his life, and in his life, others were important to him, like Teresita and his mom and uh, pretty much everybody else that was in his life. And he helped wherever he could. Arthur was born in Bremerton in the original Harrison Hospital, uh, off of Warren Avenue. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, exactly. It was pretty cool, and I still work for the new one on the other side of town. Uh, He was the last class in 1978 to graduate from West High. And if you've ever been around, that was pretty neat. Uh, he studied at Olympic College. He worked in, uh, in the library where he got his, ne- first time I heard this I kind of laughed, where he got his nickname, Igor. Uh, fun story about how that occurred. Uh, obviously, Teresia can probably share that if she chooses to. Uh, when he graduated from CWU uh, with a bachelor's degree in hotel and restaurant, Arthur enjoyed science fiction, chess, comic books, and playing games online. He also was an active member of Trinity Bible Fellowship, and he will surely be missed. Uh, he had a core group of friends uh, with whom he socialized, watched movies, dined out, and had Bible study with. Arthur's father, Arthur Smith Sr., and his mother, Martha Smith uh, Fuentes, hope I said it right, Teresita, uh, had passed away before him. He is survived by his sister Teresita Dominoski Smith. Uh, his nephew, Kyle, Sager, and various cousins in this state, uh, Mexico City, and abroad. Arthur was a kind-hearted man with a sense of humor, and I think we've all enjoyed his sense of humor. You couldn't help that voice. When he came in, it was like, I know that voice. Uh, he had a very deep, uh, important voice. We'll put it that way. Uh, Arthur was kind-hearted with a sense of humor that made the the little ones laugh and often helped out at his church with any function and others within the community. In one instance, he befriended a gentleman confined to a wheelchair, and he went on uh, excursions together, or they went on excursions together, before he was hospitalized. He worked with his church to start a weekend food ministry. Although he faced many challenges in his life, he never lost his faith in God. And I know that he is resting in heaven right now.
2: Hello, my name is John. I'm another one of the pastors here. And we're going to share some scripture readings with you. You can feel free to follow along with your Bibles if you have them. There's some in the back of the seats. First, we're going to read from Job. Chapter 19, verses 25 and 26. Job stated, For I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last day he shall stake his stand upon the earth. And after my skin is destroyed, this I know, that in my flesh I shall see God. Paul states in Romans that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us.
1: And also in the gospel of John chapter 11 uh, verses 25 and 26 Jesus said to her I am the resurrection and the life whoever believes in me though they die yet shall we or shall he live and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die do you believe this
2: also in the gospel of John Jesus declared, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me... Oops, sorry. Also also in the Gospel of John, Jesus declared, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus told us, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God.
3: My name is Chris. I'm a worship leader here at Trinity Bible Fellowship and I've been asked to play a few songs. but so by all in all here in the love of Christ I stand in Christ alone who took on flesh the fullness of God in helpless babe this gift of love Lay, light of the world by darkness slain Then bursting forth in glorious day Up from the grave he rose again And as he stands in victory Since curse has lost its grip on me On with the precious below. or calls me home, here in the power of Christ I'll stand, here in the power of Christ I'll
4: stand.
0: think of Arthur uh, darkness and light both come to mind and darkness because uh, I'd get done preaching up here and then I'd go to sit down and there'd be people wanting to talk to me and as I'd be talking to them all of a sudden it just everything got dark and, uh, and then I turn and look and it was the he was a big guy the shadow he cast it just blocked out all the light so I was it's kind of almost a little little nervous. Why did it get dark? And I turn around and it's, and it's, it's Arthur, but he had nothing but encouragement. And so then I saw the light, the light of Christ in his character and in his words. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, I don't know if you know it, but when you're a preacher, a lot of people come to you and talk to you about your sermon after you're done. And we got good people at TVF, So we got a lot of people that you know, compliment me. It was a great sermon, you know, and this and that. And, and sometimes we'll say, uh, boy, you preached a good message today. And then, of course, pastors are kind of a little pessimistic. They think, well, what about last week? Well, does that mean last week's wasn't too hot? But he, he, he had nothing but encouraging words. He was a man of the word. He knew the word. If I missed something, he could have caught it. But instead he chose to, to focus on words of encouragement. So he was a man of encouragement, and, um, and he'd always he'd bring out this little pad he had. I don't, even, I'm not a tech tech guy, and I don't know what it was, but he'd always ask me, you know, what was that book you mentioned? And he'd write it down and stuff, and says, okay, yeah, I they I got it on Amazon or something, and, and then he'd ask me a few questions and where he could look into this and that, and just all encouragement. So it would start out with di- darkness, the shadow of uh, this gentle giant. And then, right away, it would switch to words of encouragement. You know, a time like this, we trust the Triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to do what is right.
5: You now, we mourn the
0: death of our our dear brother in Christ, Arthur Smith. We're grateful that God has welcomed our dear friend to heaven. A lot of things can be said about Arthur, but the biggest thing is he trusted. And King Jesus, our great God and Savior for salvation. That's what life's all about. That's what it comes down to. And so God welcomed our dear friend into heaven. We know that on the authority of God's word and the life well lived by Arthur. Now, we're going to miss Arthur, but now he's in the loving arms of his Savior, the Lord Jesus. He was a true spiritual warrior for Christ who refused to compromise his faith. He was a man of courage, a gentle and a kind man, and a man of faith. He loved his family. Um, he loved his brothers and sisters in Christ. But most of, most of all, he loved his God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So with Job, God's people praise the Lord in good times and in bad times because we trust him and we know that he is good. We don't always understand his ways. and Certainly the death of a loved one can rock our world But we trust God in the good times and the bad times. We don't always understand his ways. Still, we trust him to work all things for our good. We know that we suffer now, but the day will come when King Jesus is gonna gonna wipe away our tears. He's gonna defeat death. He's gonna take away our pain. Certainly Arthur was in significant pain in the last days. But King Jesus will wipe away our tears. This world may want to crush us. The world doesn't I don't know if you noticed it. This world, especially our country, our government, doesn't love Jesus anymore. But when King Jesus returns, he'll wipe away our tears. He'll take away our pain. He'll defeat death and he'll make all things new. Only through Jesus can death be defeated. You know, we always think we're going to somebody else's memorial. Someday you're gonna be attending your own, okay? you're not going to be there and uh, only through king jesus can death be defeated god the son became a man and he died on the cross for our sins he paid the price for our sins and took our punishment for us okay sin keeps you got to have absolute perfection to get into heaven and the fact of the matter is we don't have that so we can't save ourselves by works but by the law We become conscious of our sin and we see our need for a savior. And King Jesus is that savior. Through Jesus' death on the cross, he took our punishment. And through his bodily resurrection, he has conquered death, man's greatest enemy. So someday, the memorial you go to is going to be your own. But Jesus has conquered death, man's greatest enemy. We must admit we are sinners. We must acknowledge that we cannot save ourselves and we must trust in Jesus alone for salvation. We must ask Jesus to be our Savior. There is no other way. If if I'm going to tell you there's other ways, I'd be lying. It's in Christ alone. As Chris sang earlier, we must trust in Jesus alone for salvation. We must ask him to be our Savior. You You can go home, you can remember Arthur. Please don't forget Jesus. Arthur was a gentle giant who submitted his life to Jesus. But Jesus is God the son become a man. Who loved us so much. That he allowed his creation to slaughter him on the cross. So he could take our punishment for us. And then he rose from the dead to conquer death for us. Those who trust in Jesus alone for salvation and worship him as God the Son receive the free gift something you can't earn the free gift of eternal life and will spend eternity with the Lord only through Jesus can death man's greatest enemy be defeated Hebrews 9:27 says it's appointed for man to die once and then comes the judgment we should not lie to ourselves only Jesus has conquered the grave only Jesus can deliver us only Jesus can save us. And so if you if you came in, if you walked in here and you didn't know the Lord Jesus, you want to make Arthur happy, you want to make the angels rejoice, ask Jesus right now to be your savior. Trust in him alone for salvation. Receive him as your savior and walk with him all the days of your life just as our friend Arthur did. He set a really good example for us. Arthur Smith was a man after God's own heart. I'm, I'm glad God didn't make me as big as him. You know, I, I stopped growing age 14. I'm not even five foot six. If I was as big as Arthur, man, I would have probably never come to Christ. I would have probably, you know, tried to control people by terrifying them or something. But his gentle giant, he saw his need for Jesus. Maybe you think you're a tough guy. Or a tough gal and you don't need Jesus. We all need Jesus. Arthur Smith, like King David, was a man after God's own heart. He loved the Lord Jesus and shared the gospel with anyone who would listen. Quiet guy. Yet he would share Jesus with others. He was never ashamed to share the gospel. He was a faithful friend and servant of Christ. And he set an excellent example for others in our church as to the urgency of sharing the gospel with others in both word and word. And indeed, he was always quick to encourage others to love and serve Jesus with all their hearts. He never compromised his faith. He persevered until he met Jesus face to face. Oh, what a glorious day I bet that was. This warrior for Christ has gone home. And right now, he's with his God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we're going to miss Arthur. Arthur. But we rejoice that he no longer suffers. He's with King Jesus and the saints of old. There's a lot of powerful people that badmouth Jesus right now. In this government, in this world, they badmouth Jesus and they badmouth his people. But what they don't realize is the king is coming back. And when he comes back, He's not going to be riding a donkey anymore. He's going to ride a white stallion amidst the clouds in power and in glory. The king is coming back to make things right on planet Earth. And guess what, brothers and sisters? When he comes back, he's bringing a gentle giant named Arthur with him. Praise be to the triune God.
2: King David, king of Israel, God's warrior and poet and king wrote these words and David spoke these words which have echoed throughout the ages. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death,
1: He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God Himself will be them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall be <clears throat> excuse me, neither shall there be mourning nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things has passed away.
3: I'll rest on him Way, he then is all my hope and stay. And on Christ the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. come with trumpet sound, oh may I then be found dressed in his righteousness alone faultless to stand before the throne in Christ the solid rock I stand all other ground is sinking sand all other ground Tall rock I stand, all of the ground is sinking sand.
2: Before we met in this building, we were at a Crosspoint School over in Chico. And that's where I first saw Arthur, and uh, I went up and introduced myself. I said, "Hi, my name's John," and he says, "My name's Arthur." And I didn't quite hear him. I said, "What?" Well, he goes, "King Arthur," <laughs> and I. From then on, he and I had this little back and forth. That he was King Arthur, and you say I would say good morning to King Arthur every Sunday morning, and that's. One of the one of the only memories I have of him. I wish I would have gotten him, know him better, because now that I've talked to Tara, you know, we had a lot in common with uh, comic books, sci-fi, all that kind of stuff. We could have totally, totally geeked out, but there'll be time for that. There'll be an eternity for that, so praise the Lord. All right, well, we're going to open this time right now, and I'd like to invite you to come up, and however well you knew Arthur, whether it's something little like that, or you've known him all your life, or you grew up with him, Uh, Please, come on up and share those memories with us. The mic is yours.
6: Hello? (laughs) Okay, how's this? Okay, so I'm Teresa I'm Arthur's sister, and like, you know, brother and sisters, we like (laughs) but not always. I mean, um, he was named Igor at the library because they were like, Arthur, can you get this? Arthur, can you get this? Arthur, can you take this there? And he goes, yes, master Igor does. <laughs> so, so they started calling him Igor. Well, then he went off and then I started Olympic College and I ended up in the library and they found out I was Arthur's sister, so I became Igorette. Um, later on, he was working up at La Casina, if you remember that. It used to be the Cranberry House. Who here knows remembers that? No, oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> and it was the smoke house, but it was a restaurant. It became La Casina, and my brother was working there as a waiter, and he goes, hey, they need a hostess. I go, okay. So I go up there, and then they find out I'm Arthur's sister, you know, because um, we have such a resemblance. Uh, but they um, were calling him Moose, so I became Moosette. <laughs> and uh, other things when we're learning to drive, he goes, "What do you do? You know, I mean, don't you find it annoying when Mom hits that imaginary brake? What do you do?" I go, "I give her reasons too." <laughs> I didn't. I just said it. <laughs> so. And we would go up to Black Angus together to go dancing, but we always shared a cab over and we shared a cab home. Um, Because, you know, be responsible. And um, sometimes there was unwanted attention I would get. And if they wanted to dance with me, I told them they had to go ask my brother. (laughs) And my brother knew that if they asked him, he was to say, no. And he did so with quite, quite great delight. <laughs> so I, we had all kinds of things like that. Um, my mom wasn't very well off. So um, birthdays were usually things that we did at home, just the three of us. And we always seemed to always want the same thing <laughs> was um, the ice cream. Remember the ice, upside down ice cream cones? But the local, we wanted that another thing that we shared was we loved Batman with Adam West <laughs> and so we didn't argue about that yeah Batman's on. well years go by and we're like teenager older teenagers and Batman comes back on and we decide to watch that because yay we didn't realize that was written on two levels so <laughs> but yeah he, he was he, you know we had our contentions at times but you know, in high school, someone tried to haze me and some friends, and they go, uh-uh-uh, that's Arthur's sister, don't touch that one. <laughs> so, so, yay. <laughs> and, you know, is, it, he, he, you know, like I said, we had our contentions, but, you know, we did get along at some points, and we did have some fun together. And we threw parties in the house when my mom was gone. <laughs> And she found out once because she wanted to move the furniture because women always want to do that. And she found a cigarette butt. <laughs> and so she's just looking at us. And I go, Mom, Mom, it's okay. Because the police didn't come. <laughs> Nothing got burned down or stolen or broken. So. And Arthur goes, yeah, what she said. And <laughs> and so she just gave us a lick and we never had another party again. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, he he um, he went through a lot in his life, I'll have to say. You know, our dad wasn't the best dad. <laughs> and um, high school was hard for him. And plus a lot of other things. But through all these things, through all the downs, all the short sticks he got handed, he never let go of God. And... That's what I would like to leave. He never let go of God. <laughs> uh,
7: my name is Bill Powers, and... Uh, I met him at uh, uh, Kitsap Junction Church, which is up on Kitsap Way before you head out of town. And that church has closed down since then. But then we started, uh, that church closed down. And Wayne over there talked him and I and Irene, who's sick today, to start going to you guys' church when you're over at the the Christian school over there. So uh, (laughs) we went there for a while and really enjoyed it. And also... Arthur would go to Jeannie and Henry Johns used to have a Bible breakfast that we all went to, and we enjoyed that with him, too. And uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but he got in troubles a couple of years ago, and Wayne and I and Irene wrote uh, character ret- references for him, and he came back to the Lord, which is good. and uh, any anyway, rate, he was a good friend, and he's always carrying that notebook around with him, so thank you.
8: was my friend. I loved him dearly and I know he loved me also. we uh, I think we met at my daughter's house with uh, Bill and we were having Bible studies. I always enjoyed him. He, uh, he always uh, brought a, a fresh perspective to uh, the Bible study and, and I loved that. And uh, then uh, we started going to the same church and uh then we, then we started going, like Bill was saying, we started going to uh, uh, this church when we were in the uh, gymnasium. I had a lot of fun there. It was cold at times and very hot at times. <laughs> but uh, We enjoyed that. Uh, I always enjoyed uh, uh, Arthur with, uh, we have a Bible study at uh, 9 o'clock in the morning on uh, Wednesdays with uh, Tom and Fred and and Gary, and uh, uh, and myself, and uh, he he'd always come in with this great big humongous cup. Uh, I mean, it was it was a huge cup, and uh, he he if he didn't have that, he was kind of lost. He left it at uh, the the the, the uh, restaurant, and uh, so. he I picked it up and I was going to take it over to his house, but it was a week before I got back to <laughs> giving it to him. So he was without that, and he was using a jar or something else <laughs> in the meantime. But uh, he always came in with a with a, a smile and a howdy do He was uh, a, a very good friend. Uh, we were with him whenever he passed away, and uh, with his sister uh, Teresita, and uh, it was it was a lovely thing seeing him go to, uh, go to heaven because he had the conf- he had the confirmation that uh, he was in the hands of God. Uh, he was questioning himself a little bit uh, for a while and I couldn't seem to uh, uh, satisfy him uh, with my limited knowledge of the Bible. So Tom, uh, called him and talked to him, and, and uh, Tom was the one that uh, helped him settle out, and so that he could go and meet his Lord with, in, with peace in his heart. I thought that was a very good thing.
9: I said surgery I'm like trying to navigate (laughs) and stay centered my name is Lene and I go to faith community Bible Church and I don't know when it was that Arthur worked at IHOP do you know what year that was okay yeah it was like forever ago my sister had moved here my twin sister had moved here and she got a job at IHOP as a dishwasher and she says man you should see this manager he's so nice and I'm like oh okay well his name's Arthur Smith and I'm like oh all right well I saw him one time at IHOP and I thought that man is huge (laughs) you know (laughs) because my sister was like really short okay and I could just imagine the two of them talking (laughs) And he was he was always really nice to her, if she messed up or anything, you know, he never yelled at her, he was always just there. And it wasn't until years later, and I'm not sure why, that I realized, ah, he goes to our church. I, I, I walked in one day and I was like, I know him, you know? And so I went up and talked to him and said, hey, I'm Linda's sister, and he's like, oh, okay, you know? And so, and this was long before she was saved. Um, I don't even think she went to church at that point, and so, um, when she passed away in 2016, she was saved, and her and her husband, who is now with her in heaven, and it's really nice to know that they've now got together, and they're talking about old times, and you know, and so that's really good to think about that, so.
5: I'm sure everyone here knows Arthur. <laughs> um I used to volunteer at the Coffee Oasis with him. Um It was it was a good time. Uh, I first saw him and I'm like, "I know you. I think you went to my church." It's like, "I don't recognize you." And I'm like, "I'm Rosie's kid." He's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I know you." I'm like, "Yeah, you know me because of my mom." Okay. Okay. Um but like I remember I used to volunteer there like every week in Bremerton, and he was always there. And like someone else said, you always knew his voice when you walked in the room or when he walked in the room. His such a deep voice with like confidence, but like that that cheery tone. And um, I loved the fact that when we were working at that coffee oasis for the homeless youth, he always had an upbeat tone. He was always like there, ready to have fun, and like he was, has has such a evangelistic heart um, just for the youth and the the young adults who are just lost and astray. And so he had a great push. And he was like, yeah, get back on your feet. You can do it. And then like he's always in there to play board games with everybody and just have fun. And um, I heard a story, which I might spoil it since I'm up here first, that um, his friend that was in the wheelchair, I guess they were like talking. And he, they were like, yeah, you know, Arthur's like, I don't, I don't know if I'll, I'll make it out of these, these surgeries, you know. So I might, I might go to heaven, and I'll see you up there one day. And and then uh, his friend's like, Yeah, you know what? I'll see you there. And then uh, his friend, his friend, uh, made it there first. And so uh, we we're like, Well, now he's going to be surprised because when he goes to heaven, he'd be like, How did you beat me here? I was going to wait for you. And so just, it's it's great to know that um, both him and his friend were saved before passing because I was worried about his friend and his salvation and so just knowing because I know for a fact Arthur was saved because he was he was just all for Christ all for evangelism all for God's love and so I just want to say that
10: memories of Arthur I remember meeting him in church and he was in a, our small group and one day he asked me about my husband and he said I'd really like to get to know him and then he turned to me and he said I don't want to get to know him because I feel sorry for him because he's in a wheelchair he says I really want to see if we could be friends and that was Arthur he liked to make certain he was understood and he also it was important to him uh, people were important to him and uh, so I said oh yeah that's that sounds good you know my husband Dwight he would he would very much like it if somebody liked him for who he was and not because he's in a wheelchair and so Dwight came over and or Arthur came over and he met Dwight and he asked him he said well what do you like to do and Dwight pulled out his tablet and he told him that he liked uh, he liked RC cars and and comics and Star Wars and Arthur goes, okay, Star Wars, comics. And, and so then they had something in common, and and uh, Dwight liked coffee. And Arthur would come over in his van, and he would help my husband, and he would, my husband is a big guy, but Arthur's a really big guy. And so he would, and, and my husband, he could stand, and he needed help to transfer, but he could stand a little bit. So Arthur would reach out with his big hand, and he'd kind of grab Dwight by the and haul them up <laughs> and they'd be like, Arr! you know. And they'd get them in the car and off they would go and they'd have coffee and and uh, and they would do that and I really appreciated that. Um, they enjoyed going to comic book stores and, and just checking out things. Um, and I remember Arthur sometimes we would get together and we would go over to uh, family pancake house and If you've ever been to eat out with Arthur you remember he would pray in his wonderful big booming voice and everyone in that restaurant prayed with you because Arthur prayed to God and he didn't cut those prayers short he prayed to God out loud and he was proud of it and I remember that well Um, so yes I just I remember as Stephen shared that Arthur, was, was uh, he was hopeful, but he said, these are the serious facts, and uh, we went over to visit him on Christmas Eve, and uh, I can just imagine his voice of surprise. Dwight, how did you get here before me? <laughs> so...
11: My name's Tom Steele. Said loud enough. Uh, I've known Arthur
4: <clears throat> uh,
11: for a lot longer than I liked him. I—I uh, uh, I was, I guess, intimidated by him because he was bigger than me. Uh, I guess I intimidate people that are smaller than me. Uh, Our Bible study has been mentioned, and we have a Bible study that we've had for 10 or 12 years, Uh, and it's partially because of Arthur. Uh, We used to go to the Big Apple Diner up on the hill, and uh, sat around the counter and uh, our conversation would invariably uh, end up talking about Jesus talking about the Bible and I don't know that I was pontificating but I was uh, uh, answering questions that uh, would come up and Arthur said one time, he said, uh, Tom, you should start a Bible study. I says, I'm not starting a Bible study. You can't shake a stick in any direction in this town without hitting one. Go to one of those. Gary, right sitting right there, he said the same thing within the same week. <laughs> and I said, I'm not starting a Bible study. I told him the same thing I told Arthur. And there was a young man came that I taught Sunday School in fourth and fifth grade. He was uh, he came to see his grandparents or something in town at church where I used to go and uh, he said uh, are you teaching anywhere? And I said no not right now. And he said one word And I said, "Okay, Lord, I hear you. And I went back to Gary, and I went back to Arthur, and I said, we'll try it for six months. Well, I don't know what six months that is, and it's over 10 years later. So uh, uh, I tell people our Bible study is at uh, the Family Pancake House on Wednesdays, and at 9 o'clock, It's always been a men's Bible study. It's not a, uh, uh, it's never been written down. We'd welcome women if they wanted to come. But uh, the thing I tell people is that uh, uh, we read one chapter of scripture on each Bible study and try to keep our thumb in the passage just in case we ever get to it because uh some of our bible studies are all over scripture and uh so uh i'm surprised it's still going uh but uh arthur was uh a man that that did love jesus i verse that I uh, shared, the two verses that I shared with Arthur that, that uh, was Romans 10, 9 and 10 uh, that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts that God has raised him from the dead we shall be saved for with the heart man believes resulting in righteousness and with the mouth confession is made resulting in salvation I can only believe that Arthur believed in his heart that Jesus was Lord or is Lord and I've heard him on several occasions uh, confess with his mouth and if any of you here uh, are Wondering if you're saved go to Romans 10:9 and 10 take it for yourself stand on that promise uh, It's not us that uh, saves us there's nothing that we can do that That uh, Can Have any effect on our, our Salvation Jesus did it all by grace alone, through faith alone. Thank you for your.
12: <laughs> you all need a handrail. <laughs> Um, I didn't know Arthur that well, but we shared three different Bible studies. When I didn't, I didn't realize Arthur had so many nicknames. But um, I had one for him. I'd never told him what it was. Uh, I didn't dare. But mine was Andre. That's who I always thought of when I Andre the Giant. When he would go. By the way. I just want to let you know that these are for Arthur. He 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 was a dapper gentleman, and he'd always wear suspenders, and uh, so I'm I'm honoring him today. Um, but when he came walking through the Noah's Ark door, you I'm just going to say it. I mean, his voice was booming. His for some reason we connected, and I think it was because of the frequency that his voice had. It would make my ears actually ring. You know, when, you, when your TV is too loud and you tune it down, you go, okay, that's, that's better, you know. But anyway, my ears would, would actually hurt. And if you ever got them laughing, your chest cavity would just kind of buzz, you know. And, but anyway, I just want to say that Arthur loved uh, God's word. And I can't think of a better testimony than, than to leave, you know, this earth and having people know that uh, that you love God's word so thank you by the way my name's Greg Mitchell uh, <laughs> uh but anyway Arthur was a was a I liked Arthur that's all there was to it you know I, I he was a dapper gentleman and I just I'll, I'll miss him even though I don't know him that well but uh, thank you
13: Uh, Kyle, his nephew. I'm going to have to talk a uh, little bit slower. I'm sure everyone here has some very nice stories. You met him growing up or stuff like that. If you're a sports fan or watch sports, for me, the fourth quarter or the last round of the fight is kind of what everyone remembers the most. <laughs> no matter what life they is- their health, quality of life, which is anything that's thrown at him. He always said, God was always on his mind. When I was talking with him in the hospital, it was just me and him. He was always talking, he knew, he knew it was it. He knew what's was going on. He knew it was his of moments. He was still talking about church and, uh, how much he loved his bible study and last time i talked with him the last thing he said was make sure to go to church before. it's not easy when life just gives you it to keep that faith I'm honest, i don't know if i have that kind of power that he had i talked with everybody who Knew him recently, and how much he's still into God, who shows no matter what life throws at you, faith is what's most important. Growing up with him, other than comic books and having fun with board games and movies, a thing I remember most is going to be never compromise what's good and right, no matter what's your face, no matter even in the face of Armageddon. Never compromise what's right.
3: I I,
6: I forgot to thank Tom Steele because when I was trying to talk with Wayne, my phone wouldn't call him. <laughs> it it just wouldn't go through, so I'd have to call. <laughs> Tom, can you call Wayne to tell Wayne to call me? So I, I just really appreciate it. And Wayne, you helped a lot. And it, it made a tough thing a lot easier. And, um, and I keep wanting to call you Veronica. I don't know why. No. <laughs> Valerie yeah so uh, and you guys were there and, and you thanked me a lot and you helped me a lot and so thank you so very much and I forgot one more story about Arthur I just have to tell it we were playing Monopoly me Arthur and Kyle and I drew the card that said oh it's your birthday get ten dollars from everybody and so I go oh it's my birthday I get a hundred dollars from you guys so, <laughs> So Kyle hands over $100, and Arthur starts. He goes, wait a minute, I want to see the car. And I go, okay, fine. So we all laugh, and Arthur goes, well, I'm not angry, because I've been charging you and Kyle rent for property I don't even own. <laughs> so, Yeah.
2: Thank you everyone for those stories. It was beautiful. Well, if there's no one else, no other stories, we'd like to, uh, to see pulled together a video and uh, memories from Arthur and a song to go with it. So we just hope you enjoy that, and we'll go ahead and play that now.
4: I journey forth rejoicing This dark veil of tears To heavenly joy and freedom From earthly bonds and fears Where Christ our Lord shall guide sadly weeping Beloved ones of my
0: Uh, Pastor John said that he identified himself as King Arthur. I don't know what it was. His voice was deep. I don't have the greatest hearing in the world. And but when I met him at the uh, Chico Dome at Cross Point when our church was meeting there, and I asked him his name, and he told me, and I said what? And he told me again, and I said what? And he's a patient guy, but I think he was losing his patience. And he said, <laughs> so he said in his deep voice, uh, it's like King Arthur. And so that's how I got his name down. So when uh, when we got the word from Wayne that he had passed on to glory, uh, I had to tell my wife. And so I told her, I said, Honey, Arthur went to be with the Lord. He, he lost, he was fighting for his life. He lost that battle. He went to be with the Lord. And she said, Who's Arthur? And I explained, you know, he's a big guy, and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I explained them all. And she said, No, that's Archer. And, um... And I explained to her, I said, honey, I ain't never heard of a King Arsher. So uh, so whatever the case, so she mourned for about a minute for Arsher, but now she knows that his name is Arthur. She loved him, and we all love him at TBF and throughout this county. So let's uh, close with a word of prayer. If you bow your heads. Dear Lord, we thank you that you have received our brother Arthur into your presence And that you will care for him until that day when he is reunited with his family and friends. We pray that you comfort his family members and friends, as well as Trinity Bible Fellowship, his church, so that we can experience your joy, your peace, and your patience. We ask, O Lord, that you equip us to come alongside Arthur's family to help them and to be their faithful friends. Finally, we long for the day when you return, Lord Jesus, to reign upon the earth. For at the last, you will take your stand upon the earth and make all things new. And when you return, Lord Jesus, we know you're going to bring our brother Arthur with you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for coming, and uh, Teresita... uh, and Trinity Bible Fellowship now invite you to to uh, join us as we enjoy some refreshments downstairs in a time of fellowship. If you need, you can go outside and use the ramp to get down there. And um, it's also time to reflect and share memories of Arthur Smith and a life well lived with one another. Please enjoy celebrating memories of Arthur and that life well lived, serving King Jesus, his God and Savior. And uh, so God be with you and hope to see you downstairs.